Okay, so have you ever ordered a movie on demand? Well, if so, then you know how easy it is to just dial it up. Well, what if I were to tell you that the same expectation to see a movie show up in your home, well, it works to deliver healing anytime you want it. Today, how to activate your creative desire to enjoy healing on demand for living your best life in three, two, one. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings, KB creators all over the world in all four corners. I'm Stephen Canyon, so glad you could join us for another adventure for attracting our best lives. Email address, kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. StephenCanyon.com is the, also the website. Hello, Miss Maggie. Steve. Yes. What is it? I don't know. I'm just Go excited ahead. to yeah. be here. Really? Yeah. Are you never excited? You're always excited. Are you never excited? Are you, are you never excited? <laughs> um, are you never really excited? <laughs> quite the opposite, actually. BTW. <laughs> yes. Yeah, love the new shoes. Thank you. I love the new shoes. I love shoes. them too. So cute on you. Thank you. Yeah. Converse All Stars. Yeah, platform, platform, platform version. They are so cool. If you, if anyone doesn't hasn't heard this before, I'm quite short. So anything with height no, is you're not, very exciting. You're not. How tall are you? Um, five two. I could I can squeak out a five two. If yeah, I have that's to. Oh, come <laughs> really on. That's, stretch the neck up. You're there. A giant. You are a giant in my eyes. <laughs> Thank you. You're <laughs> over a foot taller than me, so that yeah. probably makes me feel more short. Like the shoes, though, the little Thank platform you. shoes, and then you, and the other pair too. You just got the other yeah. little. Um, so I got the Chucks and, that you just mentioned, and then uh, some yeah. Cole Hahn. Um, they have these really great knit Oxfords that I'm just crazy about. They're so comfortable and they're so cute. So the question is: Now they're both kind of light or white in color. What are you going to wear? What are you going to wear this winter? I don't get know. out and schlep around in the I ice guess, and rain. I guess snow. just find some boots hmm. once I need them. Oh no, I have to buy more shoes. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> hey, listen, I want to invite everybody into our private space for the live stream workshop coming yes. up this Saturday. Now, yes. you know, this is a place where we all just sort of sit around together in a space of calm and peace so that we can unplug and just discuss some of the things that we really can't cover in the podcast. One of the things that we're going to be delving into this Saturday, by the way, is I really want to turn that page Mm. um, where, you know, most people are working really hard at manifesting it, imagining and using the law of attraction to change their lives. But what I want to do is turn the page and and get everybody to to see themselves becoming these things Mm. rather than attracting them. And that is the next phase or the next stage in becoming a successful kinetic believer. We, We become peace. We our happiness. Mm. We become joy. We become prosperous. We become abundant. We become health. These things aren't something we're actually trying to attract as much as we are becoming the essence of that. And then our realm of of influence, the sphere around us, that place that we're occupying uh, aligns to, uh, to agree with what we have become energetically. And, and that, that's what we're going to go to on yes. Saturday. And that's one of my favorite things about those workshops is that it's it's different from the podcast. And I feel that, like the podcast is such a rich 
teaching, but then these these workshops, they always help me to have very specific breakthrough. Um, it's just a different energy. It's a different level of understanding and, and the interaction with you. It's very intimate. It's very personal. Um, these are very special, like you said, the space. Well, and listen, also for all of you that have already uh, signed up and you've already joined and and you are, you've made your plans to attend the workshop this Saturday, make sure that you have your little comforts with you. Yes. I can't over, I'm going to have mine. I'm going to have, have a warm beverage of your choice, have your little, your ginky or your blanket or whatever your you want to call it and just to throw it yeah. over you, a pillow. And we're going to get down on the floor together and yes. we're going to spend some intimate time. And they're sort of in a place yeah. of, oh God, just coziness and comfortableness and an atmosphere of friendliness where we're going to share our feelings and sense of wellness and contentment together. And I have to say, put everyone on notice. Let everyone know you are busy <laughs> during this time. I'm going into a space. This is my time. It's You're allowed. You are important enough. You are worthy enough. You deserve this time. Uh, allowed to unplug. Yes. Turn off the doorbell. You're not <laughs> this is, available. Let's this all is have a little retreat. Yeah. yeah. Cannot wait. That's coming up this so Saturday. Exciting. And you can go to the website. If you've not already done it, make sure you get your place and get it early. Mm-hmm. And uh, that begins... Is it to one o'clock New York time, Saturday afternoon? Correct. Yeah. Get there a little bit early so you can, again, yeah. get prepared. And if you want to get some really in-depth, uh, a really in-depth look at what it's going to entail, um, that's all available at stephencanyon.com. There's a really great webpage there where it just details exactly what energetics we're looking at, what we're pursuing specifically lots of information, way more than we could ever get into right now. And you know what I like about the live stream too, is this is an opportunity for those that we've not been able to get out into your neck of the woods where we can actually spend time. You can see us, Megan and myself, and we're going to be sitting around together and we're just going (laughs) to virtual hugs. all of this. Yeah. (laughs) Today, let's talk about something that I am always so excited to talk about. And I think it's one of the most profound, powerful ways of demonstrating the power of kinetic belief, and that is what I call healing on demand. Love the title. Love the topic. Healing is, it's the gateway, isn't it, to mm. to all growth, to all positive things in life. Yeah, I've been holding healing workshops now for over 20 years. I was going to say a really long Tw- time. Yeah, 20 some years. I've, and you know, I was this morning thinking about it, and I've actually held over th- 300 Kinetic Belief live events just in the coal mine towns of West Virginia, Virginia, Kentucky, up in those areas because of the high incidence of sickness, where I would go in and and we can work with people that are, you know, there's just large numbers of people that need the healing and and are looking for the the energetics of healing. And because, look, with certain levels of uh, uh, lifestyle, sickness is exasperated. And there is a higher incidence, for example, of leukemia with children in those areas. Adults have diabetes, every form of cancer, addictions. Mm. And we've held healing workshops on Native American reservations really pretty heavily during the last 14 years. And, Megan, we've spent time with the Blackfeet in Glacier, Montana, the Arapaho, the Shoshone near Yellowstone, uh, that's on the Wind River Reservation in Wyoming and with the Navajo in New Mexico and Colorado last year quite a bit. And in all of these areas, look, there's just a heavy incidence of uh, alcohol, drug addiction, high levels of suicide. So we go in there and we do these workshops. Now, 
there are we've had so many experiences and I I just it's again with just the the podcast is difficult to difficult to go into all of the different um uh outcomes of some of the kinetic belief that we've seen one woman in eastern tennessee and i remember this when it was such a profound example of it she had large tumors on her face meg and i don't remember if you were at this particular one or not when she came in with her son an elderly woman and went she went through the kinetic belief seminar and she was one of the best students she she came to a couple of them that we were holding there and Mm -hmm. It was about uh, 10 days later that we were conducting another another event there, and her son came in and said that, uh, Stephen, it was just within a week that he said, my, those tumors fell off of my mother's face into her hands wow. while she was at home. And, and she was dancing around the house and so excited she had received the healing. Look, kinetic belief works. It works for healing. The law of attraction is the creative dynamic that formulates the expansion of the abundant universe. And I was, look, I was taught the power of attraction to be able to manifest when I was five years old. And I used to teach myself to become, and went through the process of, like a lot of people already know, a concert pianist, and did this without reading music and now playing concerts with a full orchestra. And that's how Megan and I met. She's yes. a classically trained violinist, and <laughs> I was looking for a new first-chair violinist, a, a concert a soloist, and <laughs> lo and behold, Miss Maggie shows up, and you got the job, and so much more. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, But, you know, the same power of kinetic belief that attracts desire to manifest into our lives. Here's what I want everybody to get. You know, a lot of people are on board with using the law of attraction for a new car, using the law of attraction to fall in love, using the law of attraction to to, for that chance meeting of someone else new in my life, whatever it is. But it is the same power of kinetic belief, the exact same power that aligns our bodies for healing, our bodies for overcoming addiction, our bodies for Mm. being healed of cancer, of any sickness, of any disease. And I... I have not had a cold since, and I was thinking earlier today, it was April of 2001. It's been over 19 Whoa. years since I've even had a cold. And I'm a witness to that. It's true. It's you so never, true. You have not gotten sick since I've known you. Absolutely. Not even a sniffle. Kinetic belief, but I worked <laughs> that. And that's what I'm going to share with everybody today, how to do the exact same wow. thing in your own life. Because the abundant life, which we teach, it comes where there is a demand for it. Mm. Prosperity comes where there is a demand for it. Joy, happiness, healing, all these things, they come where there is pressure for it to show up, where a creative demand has been put on it. It is the exact same emphatics of desire, the same clarity of imagination. It's the exact same thankfulness, the same gratitude that we have when someone gives us a gift, for example. It's the same gratitude that we enter into multiple times throughout the day to manifest healing. Well, you know, I know you teach all the time on how to how to not be double-minded about our desires. So I'm just wondering, how do we put a that creative demand for a specific desire for healing to actually show up? Well, the first thing is, is not to settle into your current circumstances. Mm. Don't look around to take inventory and say, this is my life. Mm. 
I wanted a horse when I was 11 years old. <laughs> Who didn't, right? <laughs> Jeez. Well, every, I, I wanted one. Every childhood. <laughs> I don't know about you and everybody else. Dream. Let's talk about me for I a moment. I did, yes. <laughs> so it, it started off with a little model that I bought or I got for as a gift, a horse model I put together Aww. and yeah. painted. And then I got I had horse pictures on my wall and posters. Now, I didn't live on a ranch. In fact, I was in a little suburb in in the eastern part of the United States, and uh, just a just a normal yeah. run of the mill town kind of neighborhood. Yeah, there were no barns around me, no no horses anywhere inside. But you weren't, I wanted you weren't one. growing up in Wyoming. No, but I was a cowboy <laughs> at heart. At heart, so I wanted a horse, and I visualized this horse mm-hmm. that I wanted, and. You know, my parents, we they didn't have a lot of money, and there were four kids. Wow. So they weren't going to go out and buy me a horse. Mm-hmm. So, But I still wanted one. And I understood even then, because I'd been taught about the law of attraction at the age of five, and I'd been accumulating little things all my life using desire. Wow. So I used the same thing for attracting a horse into my life. <sighs> and so what did I do? I, I'm out here delivering newspapers. I'm raising money to buy a horse with. Wow visualizing the horse that I wanted. And I looked in the Sears catalog and I bought a saddle. Oh, man. You know the old saying, don't get the saddle before the horse? <laughs> or the cart, I guess saddle it is, right? Saddle's probably <laughs> true, too. Well, yeah. I think there's one that yeah. says, don't get the saddle either. Okay. <laughs> don't get any of that don't, stuff until you got the horse. But I got anything. the saddle. I ordered my saddle from Sears. Mm, and I, I got a saddle. It. I had the cowboy hat. And I got all the little trinkets oh, and the things ready to get my horse. And then a friend of my father's one day said, I've got this um, horse out in my pasture, and I'm getting ready to move. And uh, he was moving a house. He was moving a lot of things from there. And had mentioned it to my dad, who mentioned it to me. I'd attracted the opportunity into my life at the age of 11. Pulled out all of my cash out of my little box and went with my dad, bought a horse, age 11, and found a barn always a few miles from the house and paid for the boarding anyway. Wow. Manifested the horse into my life. And so I'm just saying don't settle in your current circumstances and you get busy imagining the desire, seeing it clearly, preparing your, your territory, your area for what you are manifesting in your life. I had a place in my mind and in my heart for that horse. And I got the saddle. I'm putting action to my faith, my kinetic belief for that horse to go ahead and show up in my life. Well, and I love that you're making the distinction in the story too, from having a desire and then working a desire. And I love that difference. You've taught us about that before, the difference between desire and putting a demand on it. Um, Because if desire manifested we would all have everything we want. <laughs> and right. So I just love this idea that you're working that desire, you're massaging it. Um, where would you say that most people miss this? I mean, so many people are just, you know, they're sick all the time. So what is the, the key component here that they're missing? Most people don't have because they don't ask. In other words, we have to get the saddle first, you see, before we see the fruit of our desires. But what most people will say is something like, well, I can't exercise because I have a bad heart. Mm. My lungs just can't take the stairs anymore, so I don't take the stairs. Or I have a bad knee, so I don't walk like I used to. And some of these may sound familiar to someone listening right now. Perhaps you've been told by a doctor or many doctors, or even just um, your body is talking to you in a negative way, Mm. that this diagnosis is your life. What the doctors have said about you is the way that you're now going to live. 
and you may as well just accept it. It's just the way things are now. Perhaps it's, and perhaps it's gone on for so long that you've become used to it and embraced it as part of your life, mm-hmm. even making multiple changes to your life in order to accommodate what they're saying about you negatively, accommodate the, the negative feelings and uh, beliefs that you have about your body. Wow. The first step to expectant belief, Megan, is to receive uh, healing by not settling into our current circumstance. We don't accept it. We don't accommodate it. And we certainly don't receive where we are as being the final destination. Right. Or I wouldn't have gotten my horse. Yeah. And I wouldn't have been healed in my body. Others would not have been. Look, the original creative intention for every single human creative is for us to believe, to be able to advance our mind, body, and soul. And healing is the most fundamental part of the original intention for all of us. And now, you know what? It's just what we say, or it's what we align our expectations and desires with that determine whether or not we will uh, see our expectations manifest into our lives mm-hmm. so that we can grab hold of our healing and put a harness on it and throw the saddle up on top of it. Um, or, or we'll just simply, if we don't do this, then we'll just we stay behind, accepting what we see around us as our fate, accepting our bad knees and our lungs right. and whatever it is that needs that healing as just the fate of our lives. It's just this, we are at destination rest of my life. Well, and I love that. That's so powerful, this idea that, okay, step one, do not accept your current circumstances the way it's going to be forever. That's a big one because uh, we're humans. So what we see is a lot of times the thing that's overwhelming us. And so not accepting that as our forever state of being is huge. Um, it sounds like staying healthy is something that you know anybody can do. That it's not just for some people, as as some of us have been told. Um, I mean, anybody can do this. So obviously, everyone should. Yes, healing and wholeness are always available. Yeah. All of us are designed to dwell in the natural and supernatural, continuous manifesting health, so that we can. Mm-hmm. Fulfill our original genius of purpose and plan for our lives. We were first imagined to be able to live long and strong on the earth. And if we are only hoping, wishing, and hoping for healing, Mm -hmm. wishing we were healed, hoping that we might be one day, then we're not showing up with a desire for healing on demand. We've got to take our healing by force. Now stay with me for a moment because some people, they just sit in a chair and wait for healing to land on their bodies from the sky. But that's not how this works. No, if if I hand you a birthday gift, for example, Mm -hmm. and you put your hands behind your back, well, you're not going to receive it. It just stays with me instead. But if you want what I'm trying to give you, you've got to reach out and take it, right? Yes. But if now this goes a step further than that. When we reach out to take that gift, we know there are many, many alternative choices paths that will lead us away from the original purpose for our lives that will show up between us and our best life plan which is accessible through our authority and dominion to reach out and choose to take that healing on demand but it's going to take the action of reaching out for what already belongs to us Mm -hmm. without an unwavering desire beliefs in alternatives will absolutely rob us of our healing misguided beliefs in alternatives Misguided beliefs in the, the uh, bad report, the alternate idea 
the mm-hmm. thing that someone is trying to relabel you with. The bad report is, is the best way of saying it. Beliefs in alternatives will rob us of healing. Misguided beliefs in alternatives will rob us of our higher thought forms that we actually have the authority and dominion to construct. And that is why we have got to receive our healing by demand and reach out and take that gift which belongs to us, which is the law of attraction. And it's just simply a force of kinetic belief. Wow, I love that healing by demand, that we choose healing by putting a demand on it. We don't just sit around hoping we don't get sick and we don't just sit around hoping we'll get better either. And I love that idea of reaching out and receiving the gift, putting the action to it. You know, I'm thinking, not only am I going to reach out, I'm going to rip that sucker open. On demand, right? (laughs) It's yours. No, we take it, we take it with our desire, no doubting, no wavering. Mm -hmm. And we take it with the right words too. No speaking in contradiction to our kinetic beliefs. Look, the universe responds to belief. There is a particle attraction to creative, creative authority which is the fullness of a person's objective reality. And as a kinetic belief creative, we take authority because it belongs to us. In other words, we take a firm stand against sickness and don't let doubt, worry, or fear change our minds. Mm. No, we speak to it. We speak to sickness. In fact, we take authority over it. I'm free from cancer. You don't understand. I don't receive that. I am so grateful that I cannot have it. And it's not me. It's not part of me. It's not my identity. And if we look, if we speak the right things, the right things will happen. But if we call all of our friends to affirm what the doctors said, well, George, guess what? I've got two months to live. I'm telling you, George, I've only got two months to live. Wow. Wow. What's happening? We're speaking the wrong thing. And the wrong thing will come against us. It will happen. We are the deciding creative witness that will either approve or disapprove of what's going to happen to us. Right. So how do we guard against the alternate from becoming us? Most people, they don't know this, but when we consume anything in our eyes and ears, which are the gateways to our souls, it is going into our creative spirit. In other words, it's being consumed by the subconscious. The belly of the subconscious doesn't know good desire from bad desire, and it only knows desire, which is in its most uh, rudimentary form. It's just simply observation. Observation is a funny thing, isn't it? I mean, that's pretty much how just about everybody navigates through life. If we if we if we see an an obstacle, you know, we go around it, or we just allow ourselves to be hindered by it. That's pretty much the only two choices, isn't it? Yeah. But yet, we what we observe is a life path. It's a fundamental. But what we see isn't everything until we choose what we will think or say about what we see in the natural world world around us. In other words, there's actually a lot more going on than what we observe in life. Now, I'm not, I'm not about to judge you, and I don't want anybody to think I'm judging them. So if this is, I'm just saying that if this is what you desire, a horror movie is going to feed your subconscious with fear and death. Mm. Okay, so that, there you go. If that's what you want, and that's what you're going to get. And I'm not going to judge you for it. I just want you to know that that is the outcome of yeah, it. Yeah, there's a mechanic. So, look, a vast majority of movies, sitcoms, reality shows, will feed our subconscious with strife and anger, bitterness, and fear. There are even a lot of churches that will feed you with a lot of worry and doubt. 
So, and you may not think that these things are a big deal, but just like in the natural, we will always reflect what we consume. Whatever we feed on in the natural realm is exactly what determines the energetics of what we're going to attract. For example, if we watch a movie about someone's husband cheating on them, by meditating on fear and worry that someone's husband is cheating, then that's what is going to be the strongest observational judgment in our own life and mind while while consuming this. Mm -hmm. And then the way that law of attraction goes to work is to align with our expectations. There's something else that we have ignited on the inside of us. So what we consume through our eyes and ears actually has the greatest influence on how we respond to any of life's challenges. This makes me think about um, whenever you go, well, we used to go to the movie theater, whenever that was. (laughs) We don't go anymore. But um, it makes me think about, you know, we've all had that experience. You walk out of some movie and you're a whole new person. You're strutting out of there like you're the assassin that you just watched for two hours. Um, Or you're the victim. Or you're the victim, whatever. But either way, you're walking out, not yourself, because of that, of what you're saying of what you've consumed um you know so it makes me wonder though what is it that's happening when our desire for the greatest version of ourselves actually makes its way into our subconscious um you know when we're when we're actually being really careful about what we are allowing ourselves to listen and to watch our highest viewpoint for our kinetic beliefs manifest The substance of our desire is that force that comes from inside of us that causes creative power to be manifested into our bodies or into any situation that we're facing. So when we feed on the right perspective, when we create to consume our articles of faith again and again, we will give our creative imagination the the correct viewpoint to receive healing on demand, Mm -hmm. just like our bodies require good, healthy food to survive. Mm -hmm. In the natural world, our creative expectations within the subconscious requires regular healthy feedings as well. Wow. So the kinetic belief creative makes the healthy choice to not <laughs> skip a meal. <laughs> I like that. And, and this is a way of life, in other yes. words. We keep feeding on the, 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 uh, the words of our guided journals for maximum results. We don't just grab hold of any idea for life and expect it to manifest our best lives. No, meditating to refuse double-mindedness, it requires the practice of perseverance. You know, I keep my journal expectations in the words of my mouth. And at first, you know, when you're first starting this, sure, it's not that easy. We kind of start off a little bit slow because we're relearning how to walk. We're relearning how to talk. We we are relearning how to think about things. And at first, you know, it requires that I meditate on my expectations day and night mm-hmm. so that I can see in my mind's eye who I am right. and what I have become, what I'm imagining to be, what I'm imagining to manifest. And if if we want to become an expert at manifesting with kinetic belief, we need to first of all become an expert at knowing who we are mm-hmm. and knowing what we can expect to experience in this life. Yes. Knowing what our genius of purpose yeah. is, we've got to take the time out to fall in love with ourselves all over again and go back to the original version of who we were supposed to be. People who don't know who they were created to become only know who they've been told that they are. And that is, that's just going to be through a lifetime of negative source influencers. 
accepting things that are less than what we should be by just listening to the remodeling of thoughts of other people. And then we just fail to live in the divine health and peace and prosperity that was supposed to be ours. You know, it's it, that what you're describing, that, that sort of first baby steps of the kinetic believer, you know, finally realizing what we even have access to, what's even available to us in this life. It reminds me of um, when we first, many years ago, moved out west. And, you know, the only grocery stores, this is before Whole Foods was a thing you know it's everywhere now but but before that we you were only used to going to these tiny little stores with a very limited selection hardly any produce and I remember we moved out west and we walked into this mega Whole Foods for the first time and you're just like oh my god look at the produce look at the vegetables look at the fruits they're beautiful it's this huge mothership of of healthy eating but what was so funny it's like you just didn't even realize so much of this was even available and so I love how you were describing that, just just saying, you know, we need to know as kinetic believers, what's what life can you live? Now remember, it's like uh, there is a Garden of Eden. It's every <laughs> and it's Whole Foods. <laughs> it's Whole Foods. But I love that. Well, I you know, that. we have to know how to receive this, Meg. And, and you know, yeah. most people they haven't taken the time to become experts on themselves. Mm-hmm. I cannot, I, I cannot say this enough. We have to become experts on ourselves mm-hmm. to place. To be able to place an effectual demand on healing. We speak words that affect our health and that are in alignment mm-hmm. with our the, the vision and expectation and desire of who we came into this world to become. Wow, this has to be the most powerful creative thing in, in the universe, right? I mean, kinetic belief, it just affects everything in our lives. At the end of the day, it's it's really what we believe to be true about our health, our body, our everything. That, that matters. Kinetic belief holds the power of life and death. Yes. And there are some people that will hear what we are you know, sharing with everybody today, and they'll just say, well, you know what? I think it's dishonest, Steve, to say that I'm healed when I don't feel healed. But that's... I was going to bring that up. Well, yeah. okay, but you know what <laughs> that is? Point. That is only living from your five senses. And using that same reasoning, someone who uh, wasn't in my life when I was 11 years old would have looked at me and said, you know, there, there is no way that you, you say you have a horse, and I'm saying that that's dishonest for you, Steve, to say that you've got a horse just because you are imagining that um, you've got one, and yeah. I see you have a saddle, but, you know, you choosing to turn your potential belief into a kinetic belief just because you're you see yourself having a horse, you know what? That that is look, if I were to believe have believed that when I was eleven years old, then I would be just like everybody else. Right. I would have looked around to take an accounting of my life and say, well, you know, it's, a horse is something I'd like to have one day. Yeah. One day, most of the time, it never comes. But it is when we see ourselves in the present tense with gratitude, having the gift that we've imagined to receive already, the law of attraction goes to work. It always works that way. That is what causes all of us to advance mm. into the future, wow. living our best lives. Well, and this is probably just one more reason why you always say, you know what, kinetic believers, we are a peculiar people. And it is probably very peculiar to the rest of the world for us to be, you know, saying things and believing things and seeing things that don't technically exist yet, but they do exist. I mean, that's the nature of manifesting. Kinetic belief holds the power of life and death. We are either advancing based on the good things that we believe and choose to believe, or we are digressing based on our doubts, worries, and fears. Now, to manifest the law of attraction, delivering exactly what we desire in our lives, what we expect and hope to see, we have to be 
more holistically minded for living than living only to believe what we are experiencing through the five senses. One of the fundamental keys of activating our kinetic belief to attract anything that we desire is through the energetics of our expectant gratitude. You know, there are so many stories that are actually written about Abraham who literally received a change in his body when he learned to call things that did not appear in this realm Mm -hmm. as though they already existed. And he was actually the first to be written about using the power of kinetic belief in order to be able to attract form to change into his life. If we want to live our best lives, we must do the same thing. We call ourselves healed even when we still look and feel sick. We call ourselves strong even when in the natural we seem weak. We call our youth renewed even when we see evidence to the contrary. No matter how bad our natural circumstances may seem to be, we train our mouths to speak what we have but to, and to, to speak what we desire to have in our lives. Our words put kinetic energetics in the creative realm to our belief, and our unwavering kinetic belief is exactly what attracts our best desires. Wow. Now, let me ask you, because and this is vital to our success— How long are you willing to demand your healing until your new physical self manifests? A day? A week? A year? Ten years? I mean, there are times when healing is instantaneous, while at other times, it's a process. I found a long time ago that when I can produce the attitude within me, that I'm willing to stand forever, that I never have to stand for long. Wow. Willing to stand forever? And you won't have to stand for long. You know, that's so profound. That's so powerful. But it's also just exciting, right? It's just plain exciting that we actually have this creative power within ourselves, that we have the authority to change our life already within us. We just need to know how. We just need to know how to get up each day doing what we need to be doing, thinking like we need to be thinking, speaking like we need to be speaking. We just need to know what to do. I don't share my journey with just anyone. Listen, there are more people in the world who don't have creative belief for healing than those who do. Wow. So unless unless you believe that someone else will edify, encourage, celebrate, and champion your expectation for healing or expectation for anything good in life and, and align themselves with your positive energetics and expectations that I'm telling you regardless of how tempting it might be, Keep quiet and stay in your kinetic belief. Don't invite an adversary to come in to destroy your best beliefs. If if you do have someone that you can trust to unconditionally love you and to come into alignment and agreement with you, there is great creative manifesting power in agreement. Megan and I stand in agreement with a lot of our kinetic believers every single day that are in touch with us. And when we've made up our collective minds with a mutual viewpoint and thought form, we don't watch the clock. We just keep standing. We make it part of our daily routine. We celebrate in gratitude for our perfect health, for the power in our lives, to be able to call things that didn't previously exist before we see the manifestation in the natural. And when when I'm with others, my expectant kinetic belief is always determining that someone is going to get that new knee, that new heart, that new hip, restoration from every form of sickness and disease. I'm aligning myself with that expectation. And it's the constructive energetics of belief that change every form to align with the hope of expectations. 
And then when you get into that posture and in that place of expectant desire and a gratitude with your hope that you already have the gift of that healing in your hand, don't ever back down. Be diligent in your patience with gratitude that it's already done. Be willing to settle in right there where you are and to persevere. And remember this, that if, if we've received the birthday gift, we're not impatient to receive the birthday gift. That doesn't even make any sense, does it? <laughs> if you're holding the gift, what are you impatient about? Mm. It's because you haven't flipped around yet your, your, uh, perspective. your perspective yeah. and place of, of, of occupancy yeah. to see yourself as having already received. Our miracle body part will manifest to meet the demand. Whatever that is that you're requiring in the physical, it will manifest to meet the expectation of present tense. Every demand is always met. Anyone can stand in kinetic belief for healing and receive a creative healing miracle when we put these immovable meditative steps to work in our lives. Look, don't ever again think that something like Oh my gosh, even a new body part is too big for the manifesting power of kinetic belief. One thing is no more difficult than another. Your desire to manifest a new car into your life is no different than manifesting a new heart. They both come out of the, out of the universe. The material necessary, the particles for creation, for changing circumstances, it's no different from, from that of a BB to a brain. Does this cover any type of healing? Does this cover mental health, um, emotional trauma, as well as, because we've talked a lot about physical, and is this, is healing, does it activate and it, does it work the same for all of That's these what different I'm saying. types? One thing is no more difficult than another. A BB is just as, just as effective as believing for a brain or a heart or healing or, or healing from cancer. Anything, it all works the same. Believing for prosperity works the same. Believing for just to meet a new friend is the same as receiving healing from COVID or anything else. One seems more personal and more challenging to you because it is, it, it is in your body. But, but the kinetic belief for attracting anything, it all works exactly the same way. And one is no more difficult than the other. It is the imagined desire of our creative selves that we are able to have that ability for wholeness and for healing and for the abundant life and to see it show up in our lives. And then to go on and expect to receive by continually standing in gratitude. Meg and I stand in agreement uh, with each other all the time. And we do it for healing on demand. And for that, we both are just truly grateful in our lives. Anyone can do this. And it's for everyone to do as well. You know, Helen Keller developed in the sixth sense that we're talking about, which is just a visionary perception of the world around her. And she did it due to her loss of the, uh, the natural sense of sight. She was aware of the healing power of energetics. When she said, although the world is full of suffering, it is also full of the overcoming of it. Hmm. The energetics for both are there. We are either defeated in our beliefs or we are victorious in our beliefs. So choose wisely and choose with every passion of your soul. Receive every good thing by putting it on demand. And I would say, too, that absolutely make sure that you are always believing to receive your healing for something before you need it. It's a way of life to be without a cold. It's a way of life to be strong and mentally healthy, to be 
cognitively aware and living your best life. So we are always looking to be proactive through our journaling to live our best lives, imagining where you want to be and how you want to be, how you want to look and how you want to feel and live this life out. Not because it's missing, but because you've imagined it to be so. Isn't that what it means to live your best life? Yes. Well, just say this out loud. Say, I am free from every doubt. I'm free from every doubt. From every worry and fear. From every worry and fear. So I give myself permission to heal. So I give myself permission to heal. I am free from every negative feeling. I'm free from every negative feeling. Toward other people. Toward other people. I forgive every person. I forgive every person. Regardless of what they may have said or done to me. Regardless of what they've said or done. That has ever hurt me. That's ever hurt me. And I gladly forgive them. I gladly forgive them. Knowing that the power of my attitude of forgiveness. Knowing that the power of my attitude of forgiveness. Has the ability to attract healing into my body. Has the ability to attract healing into my body. I let go of my perceived negative emotions. I let go of my perceived negative emotions. I imagine in my life. I imagine in my life. For it to be as I choose it to be. For it to be as I choose it to be. I let go of my need to be right. I let go of my need to be right. In the minds of others. In the minds of others. And to convince others. And to con- even convince others. That my subjective beliefs. That my subjective beliefs. Should even be their beliefs. Should even be their beliefs. <laughs> I choose the diversity of all other people. I choose the diversity of all others. And for them to also have their own personal beliefs. For them to also have their personal beliefs. I see my current circumstances. I see my current circumstances as I've journaled them to be. As I have journaled them to be. And not as they may appear to others. And not as they may appear to others. I allow myself to give and receive love. I allow myself to give and receive love when it's offered. When it's offered. And I don't worry. I don't worry when it's not. When it's not. I release the past. I release the past and remain steadfast. I remain steadfast in my kinetic beliefs. In my kinetic beliefs that everything that's happening around me. Everything that's happening around me is for my best life. Is for my best life. Wow, powerful podcast today, Healing on Demand. If you want to check out the journal that Stephen has mentioned as a life style tool in today's podcast, you can do that at stephencanyon.com. That's also where you're going to be able to register and enroll for the upcoming workshop. We cannot wait to see all of you there. Go ahead and plan your time like Megan said and make sure you unplug and let everybody know that you are off the grid. (laughs) This is going to be your time. Absolutely. Sending out much love to all you creators all over the world. You guys are rock stars. Thanks as usual, Steve, for all the wisdom. Bye.